From the Chattahoochee Tech Studio, welcome to the Marietta Daily Journal podcast. Today is Tuesday, February 28th, and pass the maple syrup because today is National Pancake Day. Hank, I have been flapping jacks for 32 years. Well, it's never too late to learn how to do it right. I'm Dan Ratcliffe, and here are your top stories presented by Credit Union of Georgia. McEachern's boys and girls basketball teams roll on to the Elite Eight. Smyrna celebrated Black History Month with an author talk on Harriet Tubman. And hundreds of revelers took a dip into a chilly Lake Ackworth for a good cause. We'll have all this and more coming up on the Marietta Daily Journal podcast. You deserve better than your bank. Better service, better rates, better solutions. If you live or work in Cobb County, now is the perfect time to make the switch to Credit Union of Georgia. The better way to bank. Since 1960, Credit Union of Georgia has been providing Northwest Georgia with financial solutions that make sense for your home, business, and family. As a homegrown, not-for-profit cooperative, our members are our mission. Not only will you get the best loan rates, you'll get personalized customer service from people who understand your needs. Plus, Credit Union of Georgia provides real convenience with a network of more than 30,000 accessible ATMs and branch locations across the country. Of course, there's also five locations right here in Cobb County. Ready to see how much better your banking can be with Credit Union of Georgia? Become a member today or apply for a loan online by visiting cuofga.org. Credit Union of Georgia, the better way to bank. The McEachern girls dominated the first half, then fought off a strong comeback by Campbell in the second to take a 50-47 victory over their longtime county rivals in the second round of the Class 7A state basketball tournament at Loving Good Arena on Saturday. It was all McEachern in the first half as it led 30-15 at halftime, but Campbell outscored the Indians 32-20 in the second half to narrow the margin. With the win, McEachern advanced to the state quarterfinals for the 10th time in 13 years. The Indians will host Central Gwinnett in the state quarterfinals Wednesday at 6 p.m. The McEachern boys earned its seventh state quarterfinal appearance in eight years with a resounding 88-51 victory over Westlake in the second round of the Class 7A state tournament at Loving Good Arena. With the win, McEachern will now host county rival Wheeler in a quarterfinal showdown between the top two ranked teams in the state in the SCORE Atlanta pre-tournament Class 7A boys state rankings with Wildcats ranked number one and the Indians number two. The game is scheduled for a 7.30 p.m. tip-off on Wednesday. The Black History Month dinner hosted by the city of Smyrna, called off multiple times in recent years because of the pandemic, convened Friday evening at the Smyrna Recreation Center. More than 150 people were eager to listen to the night's keynote speaker, Erica Armstrong Dunbar, author of She Came to Slay, The Life and Times of Harriet Tubman. Councilwoman Lisa Wheaton welcomed and thanked the guests for coming, reminding them that the proceeds from the evening would benefit the foundations for Griffin and Campbell Middle Schools before introducing Dunbar to a loud applause. Dunbar's goal was to reintroduce people to Harriet Tubman. Tubman is best known as the most famous conductor of the Underground Railroad, a network of secret routes that slaves used during the 1800s to escape to freedom. Tubman would make the journey to lead people out of enslavement at least 13 times. Dunbar discussed how the Black Lives Matter movement reminds Americans of the people and names who have been and continue to be lost to violence, adding that social reform is an ongoing process. 
With her book, Dunbar said she was trying to tell the story of a complex woman who dedicated her life to social justice and how her influence still inspires new generations. Several hundred people ran full tilt into Lake Ackworth on Saturday, some of them in costume. The brisk excursion was part of the Polar Plunge, an annual national fundraiser for the Special Olympics. The money will help run and sponsor athletes for the state's Special Olympics, which will be at Emory University in May. The event was jointly organized by the Special Olympics of Georgia and Law Enforcement Torch Run, a long-running campaign among law enforcement professionals who support the Special Olympics. Several law enforcement agencies raised money and submerged officers and staff, including the Kennesaw and Ackworth Police Departments and the Cobb County Sheriff's Department, the latter of which won the costume contest by riding into the lake on toy horses. The water temperature inside the lake was estimated to be in the upper 50s. Matthew Wynn, a Special Olympics athlete who grew up in Alpharetta, said the cold water is part of what makes the event fun, and he wouldn't have minded if the water had been more frigid. Georgia Milton Sheets, the CEO of Special Olympics Georgia since 1999, ran into the lake alongside other Special Olympics organizers. She said almost 500 people raised money and registered for the plunge, and the event raised more than $230,000. State Senator Ed Setzler filed legislation this week to reimpose Republicans' county commission district map on the Cobb Board of Commissioners. Senate Bill 236 mirrors the map passed last year by the General Assembly and signed into law by Governor Brian Kemp, which drew Democratic Commissioner Jerrica Richardson out of her seat. The proposal comes after Setzler filed a bill, SB 124, explicitly prohibiting Georgia counties from drawing their own district lines, which the commission's Democrats have been working to do since October. If passed, the tandem bills could overrule the Democrats' home rule effort designed to amend the district lines and keep Richardson in office. Though Republican officials, including Attorney General Chris Carr, have said the home rule bid is unconstitutional, Richardson and her two Democratic colleagues on the Cobb Board of Commissioners maintain the effort is legal. Richardson said, were the legislation to be passed, it would end her tenure on the board. East Cobb resident Larry Savage, meanwhile, challenged the constitutionality of the home rule effort in a lawsuit filed just before the new year. That lawsuit was later withdrawn, with Savage saying a follow-up suit was forthcoming. The suit, however, has yet to materialize. Savage last said he was working with a new attorney, but did not respond to a request for comment this week. Engineer Solutions of Georgia With over 30 years of experience and a lifetime of support, residential and commercial, hey, we do it all. For basement waterproofing and repairs to your foundation, dial 678 now. In Georgia, the weather never ceases to do unpredictable things. Peace of mind should be top of mind where it comes to your heating and cooling system. Daco Systems has three generations of experience with HVAC excellence they've shared with Cobb County and the greater metro Atlanta area. Daco Systems has been family owned and operated since they started out, and Dean Yarrington has built their business into what it is today through policies of honesty, responsiveness, and attention to the needs of customers. 
The Daco Systems team is equipped with the knowledge, tools, products, and over four decades of experience that help them get each job done right the first time. And they back that up with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Along with exceptional service, Daco Systems provides free estimates on new heating and AC installations, and you can reach them after hours when you have an HVAC emergency. Get peace of mind. Call Daco Systems today at 770-209-2261 or visit them online at dacosystems.com. Daco Systems, a premier train comfort specialist. Right now, take $500 off a complete system. The Cobb County Women's Republican Club spent Friday afternoon hearing about the pursuit of the American dream. Here's community reporter Matt Golden with more. Were it not for the United States, says Marietta attorney Mazi Mazloom, he wouldn't be alive today. Mazloom, who was born in Tehran and came of age during the Iranian Revolution of 1979, says that he would have probably been dead in the Iran-Iraq War. Mazi Mazloom told Cobb County Republican Women's Club on Friday he remembered the violence in the streets during those chaotic days, and his father at one point was detained for over a month before the family fled the country. He said he remembered that the gentleman that was checking passports before they got on the flight happened to be a guy that had grown up with his dad. He looked at his dad and said, I know what you're doing, go. Their plane would be in the U.S. just days before the hostage crisis began, and their new life in South Carolina was no cakewalk. But speaking as part of a panel titled Living the American Dream, Mazlum credited his adopted home for giving him an opportunity to thrive. Mazlum was joined on the panel by Insurance Commissioner John King, a native of Mexico, and GOP consultant Benita Cotton Orr, who was born in South Africa. Cotton Orr, who described herself as mixed race, was born during South Africa's apartheid era and recalled it as a time of immense oppression. She said her family lost their land, her homes, they were forced out of their homes as the group areas were implemented. They didn't get to choose where to go to school, they didn't get to choose who they could live with, where they could learn, who they could marry, who they could fall in love with. Everything was legislated according to racial category. It was 1986 and Cotton Orr was raising a year and a half old son when she decided to move to the United States, saying she didn't want her children to grow up as she had. She went on to pursue a successful career in journalism in America, leaving behind a political environment where freedom of the press didn't exist. King, meanwhile, recalled the strange looks he got as a fair-haired kid with an accent that was one part Northern Mexico and one part South Georgia. King went on to have a lengthy career in both law enforcement and the military, which he said would have never been possible in Mexico. He said he would not have been allowed the chance to become a general. Only in America would it be allowed for a young private. When asked about the immigration debate, King said that neither extreme is the way forward. He said that one side's for complete amnesty, the other side is round everybody up and return them back home to their home country, and that right now it feels like it's all or nothing. And he believes that we as Americans need to demand a better and more thoughtful conversation on immigration. For more on this story, please go to mdjonline.com. For the Marietta Daily Journal podcast, I'm Matt Golden. He said, you know, in order to keep us down in the gutter, you have to keep one foot down in the gutter with He said, and we'd be, both be better off if you take your foot off out of the gutter and off of our neck and we could stand side by side and become brothers. 
Andrew Young Jr., former ambassador to the United Nations, former congressman, past mayor of Atlanta, and civil rights icon, will be the keynote speaker at the Georgia Symphony Orchestra's annual Celebrity Luncheon Fundraiser. The event will take place March 18th from noon to 3 at the Marietta Country Club. Ambassador Young will be joined by a group of local artists, authors, musicians, and business leaders. Proceeds from the event will benefit the GSO's musical performance, youth education, and outreach programs. Not only are guests certain to be inspired by Ambassador Young, but they will also select to be seated at a table with one of a very carefully curated collection of influential and creative area personalities to learn more about them. A specially created three-course menu will, will be prepared by Gary Sanderson, Marietta Country Club executive chef, and his team. The event will also provide a fantastic opportunity for guests to indulge themselves from among an array of silent and live auction goods, such as rare trinkets and tidbits, fine art, and everyday splurges. On March 11th, Cobb County will be well represented in the 139th Atlanta St. Patrick's Parade as it marches down Peachtree Street in Midtown Atlanta. Ten local groups will participate in one of the largest St. Patrick's Parades in the Southeast, which draws hundreds of parade watchers from around the region. The parade begins at noon at the intersection of Peachtree Street and 15th Street and will continue down Peachtree to 5th Street, concluding at 1.30 p.m. The Cobb County groups are the 116th Army Band, Arts for the Harp, Atlanta Freedom Band, Atlanta Gaelic Athletic Association, Cosplay Volunteers of Atlanta, Dream Dachshund Rescue, Firefighters Emerald Society of Metro Atlanta, Georgia Smoke Diver Association, MIB Dragon Con Parade Crew, and Twilight Twirlers of Marietta. Are you struggling to find the right home in these tough markets? Hi, I'm Jeffrey Drake of Drake Realty, with seven offices across Metro Atlanta and two right here in Cobb County. The real estate market in Cobb County can be competitive. That's why you need a team on your side. My team of over 700 agents is one of the biggest in the county, and we have been turning dreams into realities for 28 years now. Next time you decide to buy or sell in Cobb, trust the team that knows the lay of the land. Visit us online at drakerealty.com. Hey, what are you doing? I'm adding to my Pinterest boards. There are so many great Pinterest ideas out there. I don't know which one to start first. I know what you mean. That's why I made plans to go to the Georgia Pinners Conference at the Cobb Galleria on March 24th and 25th. The Georgia Pinners Conference? What's that? It's the one event where creative, passionate do-it-yourselfers go to attend classes taught by the best Pinterest presenters from all over the nation. There are over 100 classes showcasing the most popular Pinterest trends, and the best part is that you can make and complete your projects right then and there. Plus, there's over 200 vendors showcasing their new products for the year. That sounds like something I definitely want to attend. I know! This is going to be so much fun! The Georgia Pinners Conference, the Cobb Gallery on March 24th and 25th. Go to ga.pinnersconference.com to register and sign up for classes you're most interested in. But hurry, classes fill up fast. That's georgia.pinnersconference.com. Thanks again for listening to today's Marietta Daily Journal podcast. Did you know over 50% of Americans listen to podcasts weekly? Make sure you join us for our next episode and share this podcast on social media with your friends and family. You can find us on TikTok at MDJ Podcast, add us to your Alexa Flash Briefing or Google Home Briefing, and be sure to like, follow, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is a production of BG Ad Group, Darren Sutherland, executive producer. 
Doug Harding, Creative Director, Jacob Sutherland, Director, Producers Jason Gentarola and Matt Golden, and Jin Rei Zhang, Video Producer. All rights reserved. <laughs>